Really? They about to get bought out. <laughs> yeah. They either going to get bought out or just going to close down. Yeah. I don't think anybody. You think people would miss him if they really shut down? No. no. Not really. <laughs> That's the sad part. The only person that they had that people somewhat paid attention to is gone now. So, all right. Let's lead off with that. Uh, well, yeah. So, TNA, Impact, whatever you want to call those guys, they're really irrelevant now. Uh, Tessa Blanchard's gone. They stripped her of the belt and got rid of her. Uh, so, she'll probably be in AEW with her dad soon. And Renee Young tested <laughs> positive for COVID-19. So, get well soon and stay away from her, Moxley. Stay out of the house, Mox, please. <laughs> Yeah, this COVID crap is crazy. It's gone a lot longer than I thought anybody really thought it was going to go. What? You ain't lying. Like, there's no way they could have planned to have programming built to run the way it's going, like with no crowd and limited superstar interaction. Like, I do not envy them at all. At all. That's rough. Um, But we took a week off, but it's off the top rope episode 11. Um, Yeah. Last week, we just didn't feel like doing the podcast. Keep it up with <laughs> um, So we didn't do it. <laughs> but hopefully that is, that's not going to happen. And we also have um, a top 10 wrestler podcast that we're going to record soon. It's going to be full of arguments and debates, I'm sure, especially between DJ and Miles. I know it's going to get heated. Um, but, yeah, so a couple um, pieces of news. Miles, do you have any more news or is that is that it on the news? That's pretty much it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so where do y'all want to start as far as the the week of wrestling, the wide week of wrestling? It don't matter. Uh, the most non, like nobody cares about this <laughs> show was SmackDown. Uh, thank you, Undertaker, but we we didn't need all of that. We, we didn't they really show it again. They okay, so y'all, do y'all right? Do y'all think y'all did? They did him a disjustice by showing that match. Why not show like a a great match? Him and Shawn Michaels. Show the Shawn Michaels or, match. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like why? Why that one? Because it was his last match. That's what made it the cut. Like made it the thing to see. Like I think they did Every, justice. Everybody knows they show that to try to push this Baron Corbin storyline. That was literally the only purpose that served. Yeah, for Baron Corbin to come out there and just. Dookie all over it, right? And and be the bad guy and sets up, you know, him and Jeff Hardy or whatever, which I'm not crazy about either. Um, oh, that was also a news, DJ. Didn't you send us something where it was like Corbin wasn't happy with the storylines? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yep, yep. Which I, sh- I sent you that, yep. Shoot, dog, me too, <laughs> me too. I'm not happy with anything you're doing. It's crap. Your your character is crap. It, you don't have any direction, man. So I'd be pissed if I were you too. Um, but the question I have for y'all is: Is there a real? Is there really a place for Baron Corbin on SmackDown? Um, does he have to be like a contender? Is there a place for him on the mid card? Like, can he can he chill out? Um, or is it time just to cut ties? Is it time? Is the King Corbin show over with? Which I I hope to God it is. Nah, it's not over because he's he's a good heel and he has believe it or not he has a following. He is a good heel. I will say that. But I don't know if there needs to be some type of change or repackage or something. Like I don't I don't want to see him in this 
Yeah. How does his how does his character change for the better? Like, do we just have to have a new King of the Ring? Is that what we're waiting on? I guess Maybe. I don't know. I really personally, I've never been a fan of Corbin, but he's doing a lot better now. He's this you know heel uh, King Corbin type guy. And my thing <laughs> is, man, you know, I'm a fan of him in the ring. Like, he's oh, yeah, really he's athletic. great in the ring. Yeah, he's talented yeah. in the ring. I just don't. He comes off as like he doesn't care, which I guess like that is his character. But uh, a guy's not going to win a championship like that, and you're never going to push a guy like that. So I say, yeah, even even if he does, it's going to be a short reign. Nobody wants to see that. And while we're at it, we're we're getting you know. I'm the I hate champions guy. You know, once this thing takes off, we're going to have shirts that say I hate the champ. Or something. I don't know. I got to figure that out. For <laughs> anyway, Moxley. Oh it's yeah. Time for a new day. It is time. Oh, oh you take Moxley, tired of him. Yes, Moxley, a... stay healthy, but go home. You know, quarantine yourself at the crib for a few months because you are the most uncharismatic, unentertaining champion I in the history of champions. I don't know okay. about that, man. He's so intense, man. What does He's he do? Intense. Just, just being him. I like, forget about him. Oh, okay. He did say that. I think with Moxley, it's just the fact that he's there to the point where we see him, but he's not really doing everything like that often. Like we don't see him wrestling in the ring that often, which I guess is good because you don't want to see your champion like every week beating everybody, being booked like a monster. And in yeah, AW wins and losses matter. In AW wins and losses matter, but. I think Moxley is so intense to the point where it's like we have to see him in the ring eventually. Right. Because he's too intense to cut promos and make you money by talking. Do you think that the promos suffice? Like, are you happy with the promos once you see them? I mean, they're not bad. They, I've seen they they worse. Not yet, but I've seen worse. I mean, so I don't know. Uh, when it comes to when it comes to Moxley cutting promos, some of them make me upset because we know how good he can be. But they're better than ninety percent of the people cutting promos every week. So yeah, you have a point much. there. It ain't saying much at all. At all. all. right. Yeah, my fault. I got. I, I went on a tangent, but SmackDown. Okay, SmackDown. Pointless. We saw the Undertaker tribute. Are we going to cover that at all? Um, we can I mean, all. I think we did. It, yeah. Say, I, I don't know if there's too much to cover there. Just thank you, Taker. Right. Like, he, he did do a lot for the industry, man. A lot of guys yeah, wouldn't get did. paid that's getting paid now. I told Miles what they should have done. Undertaker is infamous for the mystery, you know? He, right. he, he'll have a match, and then you won't see him for a few months, and then he pops back up. The lights go out. Why not just tell him, sit down. If you don't want to wrestle, that's cool. You don't you, you retire, cool. We got the we got the announcement. It was it was all over the news. We didn't need necessarily the tribute that Friday. You know what I mean? They could have waited until I feel like they did them a disjustice by having it before we could have a, a crowd in there to really give that man the flowers he deserves. Um, even though he wasn't there, and he wasn't there. I just realized that he wasn't there, right? At all. At all. What the hell kind of what? Nah, see, nah, see, this is what they not gonna do. They already <laughs> took away his streak to Brock Lesnar, right? Because you know that that's Brock. 
and I, I guess I'm supposed to care about that in another lifetime. It but that's been Roman. Should have been Roman. And there should have been people there, and the man should have been there. Yeah, the man should have been there. I, I it, it was lukewarm to me, and you know they they built it up to where they were going to have all these greats coming in. Which I understand, given the COVID situation, you can't necessarily have people flying in and, you know, yada, yada, yada. But come right. on, man. You give that man pre-recorded videos of people saying generic stuff. Like, yeah, I wasn't a fan of it. It gets, I wish I had more thumbs. So like <laughs> More than two thumbs now? Yes, more than two thumbs now. Ideally, what should have happened is they should have gave him his send off at Survivor Series. Yep. Because he debuted at Survivor Series. There would have been a crowd there. It's a big four pay-per-view. It's going to be a draw if you have him retire there. I think that's the perfect way to send him out. And it doesn't have, there doesn't have to be a storyline tied to every damn thing, man. And on, you disrespect that man's legacy by putting a storyline. First off, this is what really, this is, what, I'm just not really starting to think about this. The whole Corbin we just thing. The, day. Yeah. the whole Corbin thing. That tying that, having, having Jeff Hardy be the savior. Because, you know, when the first thing you think of when you think Undertaker is Jeff Hardy. Jeff so, Hardy, right. you know, who else would come to his age? And right. then to, to sit there and have this match go on where they beat up on Corbin at the end, which was, I guess, was great for somebody out there. It wasn't great for me. Right. Um, and they teased the fact that Sheamus is throwing this man some type of party next week, right? Yeah. Something like yeah. that, yeah. So you created a one-episode storyline for no reason. To have a pointless match around a legend retiring. That's how you decided to go about that. A man who gave 30 years of his life to this <laughs> to this organization through, you know what I'm saying? He could barely right, walk. Right. It, it, this, is, this, is how, this is how you want to send him off. And I have another question. Did we see Kane through any of those video packages? We Hell no. We, we skipped no, through a lot no, of them. No, not so ever. Yep. Closest we got to Kane was maybe... Well, did we see Kane? We might we might have saw him. But then again, I don't think so. I think it was just an inferno Not match. Really. We and Taker him. did like no. the swan dive out the ring. I think that's the closest we saw to Kane. And that's supposed to be his blood brother. Give me a break. Who's writing this crap? Your boy Vince, this crap? yo. Your that's boy terrible. Vince. That's terrible. And they're supposed to have a good relationship. Even I mean they had their they had their riff in the back in the in the back in the day, right, you know right. what I'm saying? But who didn't? And they're supposed to make a mess. Supposed to be your number one man. You call that man. He not on the card. He can't barely walk. He gonna get his butt in that ring and act dead. You know what I'm saying? That that's crazy. That's and crazy. Let me, and let me also remind you guys because we talk about these retirements and how long they never last. Um, Undertaker just signed a 15 year long. What is it? Legends contract. Yeah. We're probably like gonna see him eventually. <laughs> yeah, he'll be he like even Ric Flair is starting to come back around. He's on TV yeah. more. So, but how do you how do you use Undertaker in that capacity though? Just because of his character alone, like the aura that surrounds the Undertaker doesn't bode well to him being a manager or to him being even seen that often. Honestly, you know, right? So, w- what is his place? Like, do you think he'll be in the ring? Like, will he be a special guest referee? Even that seems. Nah, weird. He, like, he I don't know. Like I don't Every know. Now and then he'll he'll make an appearance when they try to when they can fit him in, or when know? they do those raw one thousand 
uh, oh, yeah. down reunion thing. So probably right. back. But the thing about that is a lot of these guys that they have come back, they aren't signed to Legends. Con- I don't think Ron Simmons or Farouk, whatever you want to call him, is signed to a Legends contract. I think they just pay him based on what he does because he does. Yeah, pay- they call him and cut the check. Yeah, right. same with Teddy Long. So why can't you do that with an Undertaker? You know? First off, no, Undertaker. The re- no, the, the reason why okay, the reason why they did that um, was because I guess the last time, like the last time when when he was retiring, um, and he folded up his jacket and laid his head on the ramp. Yeah, um, he had started like I'm not saying doing pro- like going to other promotions like Wrestle um, Wrestle Cons and stuff like that. He would start like you know signing autographs and you know doing things like that, and well, Vince yeah. didn't like that. So yeah, well, he, he wasn't was at a TNA taping too, huh? He was at a TNA taping too, but he's yeah. not like he got in the ring or anything. But it don't matter, you know. If he you got a cash cow, Vince is Vince is gonna so protect greedy, man. Vince is gonna is. protect his money, dog. No matter what. So that's very true. That's very true. You know, for us to hate Vince, Vince is one of the biggest business minds when it comes to wrestling. Because like wrestling as we kn- know it. Is so far fetched from what it was to begin with. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I agree. I mean, the man's a genius. That doesn't make him a good guy. <laughs> well, you know there I mean? are stories of him not being a good guy. So but he was Plenty. a genius for his time. Genius right. for his time. You That's can't just go. This ain't the this ain't the nineties. Okay, I'm about to get on another bag. I'm about to go on another tangent. But we only thirteen minutes in. So fuck it. Uh, dang, I made 13 minutes and I'm sorry, y'all. It's been a week. Uh, I'll try to be clean next week. Anyway, shows back in the day gave you the same thing over and over again. It was, oh, it's a sitcom of a family. The blue boy did something bad. Oh, we came together. We learned a lesson as a family. Then the next episode, oh, man, the girl did something bad. Oh, we came together, we learned something as a family. Then the episode after that, the boy was back tripping. You get what I'm saying? It's the same right, thing right. week after week. That made sense when it came to wrestling, too. Okay, so it's pay-per-view coming up. All right, we're going to have a contract sign and flip the table. All right, they're going to have a match. All right, bet. The winner's going to come out, have a celebration. Okay, the loser's going to come out if we want to continue the storyline. He'll come out and ruin it. If not, we're right. bringing the next guy. Boom. We're going to keep it going. I don't want to see that anymore, bro. Very true. It, 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 there is no reason. In 2020, okay, fair enough. And and back in the day, you had the element of surprise. It wasn't like I couldn't go online and be like, oh, let me look at the card for tonight. You kind of really didn't know until that day. You get what I'm right. saying? So right. you you can look up you can look up now and, and see who's gonna get put over at pay-per-views, maybe perhaps weeks outside of the pay-per-view sometimes. So you the element of surprise is gone. So we already know who's gonna come out there. And we we have a gist of what's gonna happen because we've been watching wrestling for years now. I was Why gonna say, it? is it that, but or is it because we're just lifelong fans and we kind of just know how shit works now? So some kids are probably, but even at that, I don't know because Alex is starting to call stuff now. When I'm talking to him about it, he's even starting to be like, "Yo, there's there's no way." Like for instance, it was like, "There's no way Braun is gonna lose this belt to Bray," right? But it should never be also, like. That. Guess what? Alex been watching wrestling since he was two years old. Ever since Very he can true. probably remember, you know what I mean. Very true. So he's he can spot that now. He's Very what fifteen? Yeah, 14? fourteen. Yeah, yeah, man. Very true. It's a different environment for content. 
That that does not keep people tuning in. You know what keeps people tuning in? The element of surprise. That's why people can get on. That's why a, a creator can get on um, with Netflix, make ten episodes or something. Somebody watch all that in a week and a half, and somehow the next year when he drops the next ten episodes, they tune in because you never know what's going to happen. The right. twists and turns are what makes it. They wonder why ratings have been in the gutter for so long. Why don't they try to do something different? You know, why would I, why would new people tune in to see you do the same stuff? You know, other than the other than the women's revolution, what has really changed? The face. The faces, man. And we really don't have a face. I'm about to say, yeah. has it's the face the same, changed? It's really it's the same storyline. Who are you gonna call? John Cena. Nigga, face ain't changed. It's the same thing, bro. It's the same thing. Yeah, I think we have two faces now, but the faces definitely change. Who's the two? Who's the two faces? Seth and Roman. And I and you can't say no because when they need somebody to beat Brock or take the belt or hold the belt or whatever, it's one of them. It's one of those. It's one of when they need somebody. But when they need somebody to watch, who they call? Of course, they call John. But I say it every. I say it every every week on here, man. You're not gonna have a main a mainstay pop culture superstar in this era. I think that's dead too. And to that point, you that that's even more to my point. Why you should switch it up if you ain't gonna have somebody yeah, no, that's gonna no. be like even with John Cena, he went out there and did the same stuff week after week. But he was so damn convincing and charismatic that we was like, okay, we are gonna go watch this contract sign, and even though we know he gonna flip the table over. We're just gonna see what John Cena gonna say. You going you know what I'm saying? Or like, like right, right. Time. It was like that for a long time. So like, if you're not, if you don't have that guy, if you don't have a few, two, three guys that you can put together and get that same type of feeling, that same type of like nostalgia, like now, like even with John Cena back in the day, like you felt like if you didn't watch SmackDown that week, you were gonna miss out on the next big wrestling moment live. Like you, you never knew. Like nobody's gonna recapture that feeling. So in order to recapture that, don't look to the superstars to do it. Don't keep, you know, for lack of a better phrase, riding the same dude over and over again. Let's switch. Let, let, let's switch it up. Instead of having a contract sign, I don't know what you're gonna do. I don't get paid enough to throw these ideas out here. And we know y'all. The listen. freshest thing I've seen on TV uh, in a very long time, as far as wrestling goes, was when they did that fight pit match on NXT. The fight that was pit like match the most. Or the what is it called the the yeah pit you're match. right the fight pit yeah, match yeah, that, and, that and it, it works something was else great. that was the world was didn't great. end the world didn't end you still got your old head special referee we had yeah. a new match and you're yeah. not and for one time for one time in the last five years y'all are not wearing it out there hasn't been another right. fight pit right. match there wasn't another fight pit match that week on SmackDown like thank you. That's what you have to do. Be creative. You have creative team right, right. to do this. You have scriptwriters to do this. Why are we doing the same? Why are you paying? I looked up the average the average salary of a SmackDown writer. You guys want to know how much it is? What seventy eight thousand? At least a hundred thousand. Yes, a hundred and fifty thousand dollars is the median salary of a SmackDown writer. You're telling me you're paying $150,000 for somebody to rewrite something that happened the year before that and the year before that and the year before that? But They're also, rewriting the same segments. Also, the same probably with Vince, it's probably the same writers. Like, he probably ain't fired or hired anyone new in a long time. He fires people, but he don't get no new blood in. 
And when you do, they sh- they shoot it down. You know what I mean? Because he's out. The new guys already gonna be outnumbered. Dang, and a lot of the, and a lot of the younger guys now. And I and I was talking to T about this earlier. A lot of the younger guys, whether it's writers or performers as general, they don't want to work in WWE. They just don't. But you can't. But they can't skip that because that's where the money is. And to that yeah. point, Miles and I also. Go ahead, go ahead, Miles. Oh, yes, sorry. but a lot of these guys are making just as much money as they would on the Indies. If not more. Because the, like, the more. Young Bucks the young bucks were netting at least $4 million on the Indies. But this is prior to AEW. Right. Uh, Cody, I, of course, he was in WWE first, but he was netting upwards of somewhere around there, just working as many indie shows as possible and – Having all of his merch be coming back to him, right? Two so, points. Um, two points. So, yeah. one to support DJ's point of WWE is where the money's at. We watched a video earlier where we where they were saying WWE can really do whatever they can put whatever content out there because they're WWE. Oh, that's it's like absolutely. it's like if ESPN, like for for instance, ESPN doesn't really switch up SportsCenter, but who cares? Because who, where else are you going to get it from? You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Right. So, and even in that respect. Um, Cody, who has built an, a great name for himself, you know, he's built a brand and is kind of leading this revolution, so to speak. Yeah. Um, DJ's point, and to your point, he had a good. Did he? Does this happen without him having a sin at WWE? Does this I happen without Dusty Rhodes? Not probably. Not, not, probably I think not. I think this is more on Dusty. Like Dusty was the trailblazer for all trailblazer for all of this. Um, yeah. So and no, does that push? I, I will say so far, AEW has done a halfway decent job. They have a lot of the same stuff that WWE has as far as like storylines and like sometimes you can kind of tell with some of the promos how they're gonna go. But they have done a good job in kind of getting their own lane. Like with this, what was the Stampede match? Is that what they called it? The oh yeah, 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 yeah. Stuff like that, or just like what was the was it all or nothing? where they were throwing everybody got thrown through the stage and thrown through the ramp like that stuff oh, that yeah, you're not that, seeing um, on. yeah i know what you're talking about i know what happened it happened during the moxley match i wanted to i want to say yeah. um happened on another match that night too but either way they're in their women's division they're they have their own women superstars it's none of that it's nothing like wwe you know they're all competing for more or less one belt there's not even a women's tag team belt right no Nope, it's not even a women's yet. tag team though. So it was just straight one-on-one women's action. It's good for the most part. You know, they, they're making their own lane. But right. the question still remains is like, how do how do they overtake WWE? Or how do and we've kind of already seen this, but how do they more so influence WWE to say, okay, we need to reevaluate our brand because now we're not the only ones in this space that, you know, have equity. AEW came in on on TV. They're doing pay per views, you know what I mean. Um, so, do you, do you see that change in anything that WWE is putting out there as far as creative wise and promo wise? I think I see it on I see it on SmackDown already. I about to say SmackDown. SmackDown. SmackDown I has, see it. Go ahead, DJ. I see it on SmackDown. Just like uh, just the way the intros are now. Like when you when someone get introduced, they have like their accomplishments and everything on the side of the screen. Yeah, like AEW started that. that. It was just like underneath, you know, just underneath them. But you know, they of course they had to switch it up, make it look different. But I mean, some of those 
changes happened because AEW was started that. I was about to say, SmackDown has always been the brand that pushed forward. Like, SmackDown was always the brand who who debuted things that were going to be different. They're, they're, um, Raw is just very run-in-the-mill. I think Raw is very, like, I don't want to say showtime but it, it is. It, it is. is. Right. It's nostalgia. It's it's largely nostalgia for the Raw brand. And it, it's, it's, it's Monday night, you know. It's been in the same time slot, more or less, for the last how, how so many, however many years. You know what I mean? It's, it's, a, show, right. it's a show that won the war. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's their, how do I put this? It's the flagship show. That's There's no oh, other yeah. way to put that shit. It is. It's the Dang, I'm sorry. There's no other way to put it. It's the flagship show. So with that, you, you're going to have to conduct business as usual. You know what I mean? They can't really. Right, right. So, yeah, I agree with that. But some things, have to, some things have to change, though, T. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I agree with you 100%. There's no way you can have essentially the same storyline. Oh, well, okay. We're going to have an authority figure, and this authority figure is going to be overturned. Okay, now the superstar is going to push the action. Now the fans are going to push the action. I bet you in a few more months we're going to have another general manager or CEO or COO of some sort running raw, and the people are going to get tired of it. It's the same thing. That's what's happening now. You don't see an authority figure on raw because the fans are pushing the action, but we know what's going on. Like, come on, guys. It's the same thing. It's the same. Honestly, period. I think they keep everything copacetic until we get fans are able to go back in the arena. I mean, because well, that's really what's going to tell them what's working or not. I feel like right, if, right. even if they did try something new, like for instance, like the Otis thing, they'll never know how well that went over. They'll yeah, never, they'll know. never know, never know. <clears throat> but it, everything just normally flatlines when there's there's nobody to really drive that energy there. Yeah, right. there's nobody there to drive the energy. But social media is a thing, man. Social media is a thing, but I don't know. It's not like that direct. It's a different feel. It's not, I'm about to say, it's not like the guys are, it's not like you have 40,000 people in there telling you no or mm-hmm. telling you yes, but you still get the reaction. I don't know. I just, They need to try something, man. They need to try something. Cause, yeah. All right. Let's, uh, speaking overall, guys, um, Miles, I know Randy is your guy. How'd you feel about the Randy Orton, Ric Flair, Big Show, that whole ordeal that whole segment. he should have been anointed as the goat a very 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 long time ago it should have happened a very long time ago i don't understand why big show had to be the guy to come out and spoil that like why big show i don't know they couldn't call triple h they, couldn't. they can't do triple h because when could, Triple H, uh, um, Ric Flair, and Randy, weren't they part of the... Evolution. Was, the Evolution, yeah. Yeah, they were. Okay, so you couldn't call Batista? Ooh, that would have been good. That would have been great. Like, out of anybody you could have called, you called Big Show? I don't I'm about even, to say, how do you feel about that? I don't even really remember Big Show and Randy ever really, like, feuding for a long-term thing. Is this to get him? This has to be building to something greater. It has to be well, building. Big to Show is right now currently on Raw, having a two on one handicap match versus Andrade and uh, what's old buddy's name? Humberto Carrillo. Theory? No, I mean Theory Chain. Humberto Carrillo. Uh, is it Carrillo? Or Angel Garza. 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 Yes. Yeah. Garza. 
So, so I, I don't um, know if he's trying to. I don't know if he's trying to get back into the ring. Like I don't know what's going on, but I yeah. think they're probably they're probably just pushing a second season of the show on Netflix. To be honest with you, man, y'all, I don't waste your time. Please don't. I, yeah, it's I, terrible. Please don't. It's god awful. Um, but I think it has to be building towards either they're just buying time for Edge to get back because he really is hurt. But they said it's only going to be a few weeks, right? Like four, like four weeks or something like that. Yeah. So. Maybe Big Show was buying him time, Possibly. or or like then it would be. Let's see, he would have taken out Christian Edge, Big Show, and then maybe somebody else is coming back. Say, it's possibly that it may just be a one-off feud, just to add to the Legend Killer feud. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, yeah. Um, I'm hoping it's building towards him. I'm hoping they're going to resolve this 16 time thing here soon. You know what I mean? I hope that I, I really hope cynically that's what they're building up to, even though this would be a terrible time to be doing that when nobody's in the crowd. But no, they're not going to do that. And I mean, his daughter is already slated to do that. So to take that's the only person, huh? Yeah, take it. That's yeah, true. To, yeah, she she's already on pace to do that. But she's not going huh? That's crazy. She's already at eleven, right? So she's not. You know, they're not going to let anyone else break that record. Uh, if they didn't let John Cena do it, yo. John Cena still could do it, though, if we're being completely honest. It could, but he's John Cena wants to take the time to sit down and do it. Yeah, he'd be a fool to go back in there and sit in that locker room week after week and travel on the road. He'd be a fool. Right. Well, he, wouldn't, he, doesn't, he wouldn't really have to. We've seen guys like The Rock hold the belt for like a month for no reason. I'm yeah, still true. upset with why they did that to CM Punk. Like, you had the hottest thing in wrestling to ever really be. The only thing that was fresh in this decade. And you just blow it for The Rock, who's going to be gone in two weeks? Come on now. Hey, man, The Rock is The Rock. Come on now. Rock yeah. is Rock, but come on. The Rock says move, you move, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> you sit your candy ass down. I don't know. Come on now. We wouldn't be I, agree I agree with you, though. We wouldn't be having half of these conversations if two things had happened. If Nexus would have got put over and if they would have just gave CM Punk the money. Yeah. I also uh, put down, oh, how do y'all feel about the Flair, Nia Jax uh, <coughs> feud? Uh, oh, overall, like, how do, you, how do you feel about that? I'm not a fan of it. You're not a fan? Not a fan um, the more I watch Nia Jax, the more I fall out of love with her capabilities to wrestle. She just I, I never rude. I never said I never said she had a big what'd you call it? She got the th- big three moves. Yeah she doesn't have a skill was, set at all. Yeah I, I never said she had a big skill set. Oh no no, just, no no yeah yeah me neither I'm just I just don't her I understand she's a heel and she's supposed to garner heat. Yeah. But it's the thrill is gone yeah. The thrill is gone. Yeah, it's time for her. <laughs> it's time for them to either push her or let her go. Yeah, that's fair. Go. That's fair. If if you're not gonna give her what she deserves in WWE, let her go, man. Because you that. can't you can't have a a person like Nia Jackson the mid card. Or if go. you're gonna start if you're gonna start putting men against women, then you can have her. You know, but no. Yeah, so how y'all feel about the Dolph McIntyre Extreme Rules match? It's Dolph. I can't it's wait. Dolph. It's I can't Dolph. wait. They let let Dolph win. Put him over. 
Let no, Dolph win. They ain't gonna do that. They're not gonna do it. But if there was it. ever a way that he was gonna beat him, it would be this way. Dolph is so cunning. He's such a good heel. Like, man. Th- I'm gonna they, tell you they, the honest God truth. I think <laughs> is gonna do it. And I, I don't think, think he's gonna leave extreme rules with the WWE championship. I think Dolph, I think Dolph's gonna do Ooh. it. But Otis. I think Otis is going to cash in. Otis. I forgot about Otis. Oh, my God. Yeah, that would make complete sense, though. It would make complete yeah, sense would, if it went down. That would wrap everything up. That would wrap everything up. I'm with it as long as – I'm with it as long as Dolph leaves there with the championship. So Otis can cash in, but I need somebody to come out there and interfere. Let's, let's do something that takes Otis away from this championship because we all know. At least right now, no. I don't want to see that. Top five also, things I don't want to see. Something else. I hate to go back back and forth, but SmackDown, Bray is going to be probably coming back at Extreme Rules as the cult leader, Bray. Like oh, as, okay. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. If they're Especially if they're going to have this match at the Swamp. Yep. I hope we don't. I hope we don't get another match like the Firefly Funhouse match. Like yeah. I think we're wrestling in a real. I, like, I feel so. like it's gonna be like the um, <laughs> Boneyard match. I feel like it's gonna be more like that. I, a cinematic I hope, movie. That. I really hope so. But there's so much storyline that you can unpack with these two. That yeah. I feel like it could go either way. I just wish. Um, what's his name? Brody Lee is that the third guy? Yeah, uh, Brody Lee's an AW now. But yeah, yeah, I know I, you're talking I, about. Yeah. I, I just, wish, I just wish he was here, man. Just to make everything, everything. <laughs> Open you know what I mean? True that. True that. He's the It would be great, man. Like that. That's my favorite. I liked um, Cold Leader Bray. I, this um, Fiend Bray, he's all right. But I don't. I don't really. I'm not a huge fan of the Firefly Flint House and all that stuff. Like it's, I it's good. It's, but I like it because it's something new. Something I like it. Yeah. I will say this is the best time to have promos and to do your storytelling like it's as involved as that is. Right. Because people have more time to sit there with the content. Like then like it made me want to it made us want to go back and watch like the origins of um Bray and Braun, you know? Right. It made you right, want to go right. back and watch that. Just off of his promo in, in the funhouse. Right. Um or go even go back and explore like, okay, so what was all of that? imagery with him and cena and him and hulk hogan and you know what i mean right this is the time to to do those things so to to y'all to you guys points yeah um i like it 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 is refreshing this is the time to do it but i hope it's not like the firefly fun house match man yeah i didn't like that it's just i I don't want to think that much if i'm being completely honest with you i I mean way to be creative but like good god i think It'll be more like uh, I'm just hoping for more like a boneyard type deal match. I, I'm praying for that. That's good. What I'm for. Or like a a good cinematic, a good mix of the cinema and the and the wrestling. Right. A good resolution. Let's get out of here. It better not be thirty minutes though. Uh, oh, it's it's gonna be long. Man. Yeah, it's, it's gonna, gonna be. be it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be at least long. twenty. Um. Yeah. yeah, but and and I'll give them credit too. I know I've I've dookied on WWE a lot of this episode, but. Also, that wasn't a huge fan of the cinematic thing when they first started it, um, but they've done pretty they've done pretty good with it. Um, even with the Money in the Bank being that type of format, I, I really enjoyed it. So for me, it was the other way around. 
when they first started the cinematic like revamp, if you will, this big thing. Mm-hmm. The first one was Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gargano. I was a fan of, I guess it's just because I like those two, but I was a fan of that. And I also was a fan of, oh God, what was the other one? Did the Money in the Bank come before? Yeah, that came before SmackDown. So yeah, I was also a fan of that. But then WrestleMania hit, and I was not a fan of neither one of those. I didn't like either one of those. I didn't, I'm not in love with the Boneyard match, but it wasn't bad. I wish that, I wish they would have took that opportunity and had that match. Um, more conventional, and would have had the Edge and Randy match with the cinematic twist. I think I would have enjoyed it. That would have made more sense. Yeah, I think I would have enjoyed it a lot more if it, if the Edge and Randy match was like that. Even with the match that they just did at um, Backlash, even though it was a great match, it was a hell of a match. Like even if you put the cinematic twist on that, first off, Edge doesn't end up hurt, which we knew this was a possibility when he came into it. Everybody was just, I'm gonna be that guy. I was just thinking, it was only a matter of time before this guy hurts himself again. You know what I mean? So I didn't expect him to stay around this long, from the Rumble to till now. I thought he was going to be gone by now. I didn't expect him to throw him into a feud with Randy Orton. I just thought he was going to be in a tag team feud, honestly. Or have him... You thought they were going to be rated RKO? I thought it was going to be him and Christian all over again. That would have been dope, too. I, I, That's what I, I thought. I, because I the parties were still there at that time. I think he's best utilized... If he's going to be on there constantly, you can't have him in the the main event all the time because it's just it's a lot. It's a lot, you know. He has to go a minimum thirty minutes. That's a long time to go. It just leaves the door open to a lot of stuff to to happen for him to you know reenter himself. But I think if you use him on the mid card, Edge is a legend. There's no debating that. People are going to love to see Edge, regardless if you have him go against you know. Tazawa or Orton. We're going to be happy to see Edge. So why not use him to, to do something with the mid-card? Shake I it up a little bit. You know, groom that. some of these guys. We're going to be happy to see Edge for a while. When you start to see Edge every week, he just becomes another one of the guys. Yep. Is like, he there yet? Well, he hasn't been there every week, so I guess. No. Yeah. But it's like Randy, like, okay. I'm excited whenever I see Randy because he's my favorite. But like to other guys, like let's say DJ, it's just Randy. Like he's he's never been away. He's never went away. He's just he's just yeah. Randy. Right, but there's right. nothing special about seeing him. So I think when you when you have Edge there every week, when he if he does come back, we're gonna be happy to see him for a while. Maybe I give it like six months after seeing him every week. He's just gonna be Edge again. Honestly, I'm not in love with him being here anymore. I don't want to be the guy to say it, but I would be okay if he rode off into the sunset after WrestleMania, which is honestly what I was hoping was going to happen. He just—he looks tired, man. He looks tired. Sometimes he doesn't look... I mean, he looks good in the ring, but he he's, he's lost his step. I love Edge. Edge, come on our podcast and talk to us about your experiences. Obviously, um, but I think he has another solid run left in him, though. Maybe like a year or so. And into into that point, if he's gonna be in the ring, then they damn well better put some gold around his waist, or else it would have been for nothing. I don't like, want to see him go out like Shawn Michaels. 
that's just my biggest fear for Edge is for him to go out like Sean. Because Sean is one of like the greatest to ever do it. But there is no need for him to wrestle after the after the Undertaker stuff. No need. It kind of spoils the ending, you know? And so when they keep making movies after they made a classic. Like there's no reason. Right. There's no reason there, at all. No need really there was no need to have him come back after the first time his back was hurt. You already had your next face. Like I get it. You had Triple H trying to carry Raw, and we and we know how I feel about Triple H, so I'm not even going to get into that. <laughs> if you want to call somebody because he's not charismatic enough to do this shit, and you, and you tried to get Ric Flair to do it, but it's just not working out, and Chris Benoit passed away, so you can't have that great feud that was so amazing anymore. You tried Scott Steiner, but he's old as dirt, so that's not going to work either. So you have to call Shawn Michaels, right? But, like, we did not need Shawn to be there another 15 years after that. At all. At all. You got to let God go, man. It's like, I don't know. There, there's no – and the sad part about it is there's no president. Like, George Washington was president for two terms, and he dipped. So every president after him was like, okay, after my two terms, that's enough. You know what I mean? Like – with these guys, it's like Coke Hogan did all this stuff, and then he just kept coming back, coming back, coming back. And then when Coke Hogan couldn't come back because he was racist, he went to TNA, and then he came back to WWE. Like, there, there's no stop. There's no like, okay, I've done enough. No, they're addicted. They're addicted to the the the. Uh, oh yeah, that's what it's it not, is. It's not. It's not the money. They're addicted to the to the the. Half I of guess, these guys have been doing this since they were like sixteen. Right. So they're they're addicted to the the fans and the and the the lure of. All that comes with being a professional wrestler, they can't let that go. Yeah, and then you got somebody like Vince, like, I, and then, right? <laughs> you, I, you know what I mean? So print the T-shirt and right. put him out there, right? <laughs> yeah, which is really sad. Like they got to do something about that, man. Start a wrestler's pension or something, so these guys can sit down. You know what I mean? Or but you know, thing is funneling them into the school, into the NXT, to the development camp, like that. That's a perfect role, but I guess that doesn't they don't want them to sit down. As crazy as that may seem, like Vince doesn't really want Taker to sit down. Why would I? Every time I book him in a WrestleMania match, thirteen million people buy it. Yeah, yeah. But I also don't want the dead man to die in the ring. That would ruin everything. <laughs> that would ruin everything. It would ruin everything, but, like, he's Vince, man. Yeah, it's sick. It's sick. Okay, 42 minutes, and I guess we should break down some wrestling. Um, We broke down some of it, but <laughs> do we want to go hit any match in particular? Nah, Keith oh, Lee won. About, I was going to say, Keith Lee, how did y'all feel about that match? Him retaining in the three-way? NXT was kind of, you know, like lackluster for me, but. You know, NXT yeah. was this whole that. week was kind of like that though. I didn't watch I didn't really. AEW, but out of the rest whole of the shows week, are just the best show. I yeah. almost thought the most exciting part of this week was I was it this week? Yeah, it had to be this week. I thought that we were going to get the ter- the turn I've been waiting on, um, and it turned into um, Bailey challenging. Austin. Oh yeah, yeah, Bailey yeah. Um, Sasha no, challenging. Sasha. Austin. Yes, yeah. Austin. Yeah. Um, which okay, I guess I don't really want to see that. We're still probably gonna get a turn though. Yeah, we know it's extreme coming. rules. I wonder is it gonna be the winner is gonna be two belts? Like, is it gonna be? Well, they're both be they'll both be two belts, but the winner will be three belt. The way I see it happening, man, they they're gonna lose the tag team championships by then. But 
Yeah, Bailey's gonna Bailey's gonna hold on to it at Extreme Rules. Um, I don't I don't see Nikki Cross beating her, but I do see Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss somehow getting those belts off of them again. They're the they're a solid women's tag team on SmackDown. I mean, yeah, I mean it only makes sense based off of what we watched this past week with the Fatal Four Way that they had, which pretty good match by the way, but yeah. It just make it makes too much sense. They need those belts to be relevant. To be honest, like Nikki Cross can't be a women's champion. Oh no, no, not right now. At least not right now. As a character, she's still she's too green. <coughs> she just Alexa green. Bliss. Alexa Bliss can do it, no question, hands down. I don't. Nikki Cross can't. Not right now. I thought Bliss was going to get the next title shot. I thought they were going to set up something where. Her and Flair were going to have a little feud, and she was going to, you know, get ousted by Flair. But that never came to fruition. No, they're back in the tag team. But yeah, I definitely agree with you. Bliss is the one that's going to do it out of those two. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I see them taking the belts soon. I see this stuff starting to happen more so though because of this match at Extreme Rules. Because you have two tag teams feuding really over the women's championship. Sasha's not going to take this for too long, and they have to make this turn for one of the big four and it has to be a SummerSlam. So it should be coming soon. Okay. Yeah, definitely something to, to keep watch for. I'm waiting for the turn every week. I'm really watching for that. Um, also, any, I can't wait till the champ champ Bay Bay shirts come out. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming. <laughs> Keith. Mm, yeah. It, Keith Lee is starting to get a little stale too. But you know, it's, Black, it's okay. Black Lives yeah. Matter for right now, so he's not going to lose it. Oh, Black Lives always matter. I'm never going to say they don't. But champ, yeah. champ, baby. And for everybody that's going to take that out of context, y- y- y'all know what I'm saying. Anyway, um, yeah, champ. The champ rem- what's the, um Kyrie saying? Am I? What did Kyrie saying do? I think I'm flipping brands. Or I might have get a, I might have got ahead of myself. What? I got ahead of myself. Never mind. Never mind. I was about to say what? No. What she do? We were talking about Io Shirai. Io Shirai is who I was talking about. Um, I don't know really where I was going with that, but I'm watching her too. I'm becoming more of a fan of her. Um, I don't know who's next. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's. You think it's? I don't think it's Ripley. It would, I want to say it would have to be, but it doesn't. I Listen, man, I'm a huge fan of Dakota Kai and Candice LeRae. It should be one of them. It should be one of them. Yeah. Not saying they have to win it, but they should be next. I don't know, man. It, it's, I don't know. I think they moved your girl up too soon with old buddy from uh, the girls would be with the Street Profits. I think Bella they moved her up too soon. Yeah, I think they moved her up too soon. This would be a perfect spot for her to come. Well, shoot. Right. The they have the women doing it, man, why not just put her back down there? Not put her back down there, you know what I mean? But why not just have her in there for you? She's not getting used on Raw. You know? she's. I think, she's they, just, I think, she, I think they made that move too soon, and now she's just getting shuffled in, like, lost in the sauce, just shuffled around. She's no TV one. time, no nothing. I will say this, though. I'm still a firm believer in her winning something huge this year, whether it's Elimination Chamber or a Royal Rumble. It's definitely going to happen at one is of those. Is there a reason why we haven't seen her, though? Is she hurt? 
You know, like what's that, yeah, that was my next sure. question. I'm not sure. I have to look into that. I have to look into that, man. It's like ever since I got that shirt, you know what I'm saying? Everything went down. But <laughs> I'm a huge fan of her. And she has the Queen's approval. So there's no re- it's not like she doesn't have the tangibles. They're just not they're just choosing not to use her, which is really crappy. But the Street Profits are getting plenty of TV no, time. How did y'all feel about that that match? I think that match was solid. Actually, uh, they finally had a real match between the Viking Raiders. And I Street knew that Profits. the Street Profits and the Viking Raiders weren't going to give us anything bad. Right. They're they're a good matchup. The speed, agility, and the brute strength of the of the Raiders. It's nice, and they and they get active too. Don't get me wrong; they begin active too. But I mean. A, it's nice to get get a break from all the promos. Yeah. And to me, having them two face each other is like a knock on, not a knock, but an answer to AEW probably has the best tag team division in the world. Oh, yeah, I can agree with that. And they built that quick. That came and around fast. Well, I mean, they, they because... Like I said, Cody was on the indie scene for so long. Matt, Nick, Jackson, and Young Bucks were on the indie scene for so long. They wrestled all of the good tag teams. Literally. All of them. So when these guys are not getting the money they want, the health care that they want, and Tony Khan is offering that, of course they're going to bring them in there. I think the, t- the tag team... That, so having Street Profits and Viking Raiders compete for the belts and having... The SmackDown championships on the new day and having them defend them against guys like Miz and Morrison is is them trying to come, you know, give us more of a athletic, not an athletic, but more of a competitive view of WWE's tag team division. Is there a, is there a title match for the best friends? Speaking of AEW, do the Wednesday. best have a title shot? Wednesday, it's Wednesday. Wednesday. I was about to say because their record is, I think they're like ten and three or ten and four, yeah, something crazy like that. A few weeks ago, they won a match at Fighter Fest. So okay. this coming up was that. I'm about to say they're like ten and three. Don't get me wrong, Hangman and um, Hangman and Kenny Omega are undefeated too. But ten and three is really that. That's really damn good. They had promos, and yeah, the best friends of Orange Cassidy. All three of them need belts. I said they got to put the belt on Orange Cassidy if nothing for but to get the merch off the ground. The TNT championship has to go on him. The tag team championships, listen, man. MJF needs a championship too. So I'm not going to say that the TNT has to go on him, but yeah. Well, I don't know what other belt they're going to put on him. Right. He deserves it. He deserves at least a shot. He needs Especially with him, especially with the belt getting defended every week. He needs a shot. Oh, yeah. It didn't get defended this week. Didn't get defended this week. Cody, they had a press conference, which was new. I liked that a lot. It felt different. I didn't like the ending. With, with uh Big Hager's wife throwing water on Cody. Yeah, I thought it was. If Brandy Rhodes not doing anything about it, bro. Brandy, what are you? Are are you really married to Dustin? <laughs> at least she was there. At least, at least she was there, man. Right. Was Dustin. At least, at least he was, and she wasn't. She was like sitting to like the left side of him. I want to say, and Dustin Art was, was in the middle. Dustin was. Oh yeah, that's right. Art was in the middle. It was and Cody, it was, Arn, and then Brandy. Yeah, I'm about to say she wasn't right beside him either. She didn't do a lot of talking. It was Art and um, it was Art and Dustin did a little bit of talking too, if I'm not mistaken. But she didn't really step up for her man. I didn't like that either, Miles. Like, come on, like Brandy. 
And it's been a few weeks. It's been a month of this. I don't know what's going on with that. Are they just trying to like give her a name outside of being tied to him? That's the only thing I can think of that make that would I make think that so. sense. I think but even if they is- are giving her a name that's not tied to him, Brandy is a hell of a. I don't know if y'all have ever seen her wrestle. She's a hell of a performer, guys. That's what I was about to say. Are they setting her up to get her in the ring a little bit? Because she hasn't been in the ring, AEW, has she? If, if she she had one match. She won two. If they wanted to do anything like that, get her in the ring with AEW, they would have already done it because their women's division isn't amazing. Like, you have Hikaru Shida. You have, um, who is it? Britt Baker. You have Nyla before. Right. You have women there. Big, Big Swole is kind of coming up too. Big Swole is kind of coming. Let me pull up the standards. I, I can't wait for that Britt Baker feud. But you have women there. You have women there, okay. But it seems like they're missing something, right? Like it seems like something is not clicking there. And I'm hoping Tesla get Tesla gets there and things change, but it probably won't. If you wanted to have her in the ring and have her get your women's division off the ground, it it would have been done already. It would have been done already. I also think it's hurting them that um, that Dr. Britt Baker is still well. Technically, she's at she's at the bottom of the contention right now. Um, Thank God, because I'm tired. Ranking. She she needs to go. But no. you know no. she's number she's number she's number five on the rankings. You know they they rank them top five or whatever. She's number five. She's tied at four and four with um, Chris Statlander. Statlander. Who's four and four as well? And Big Swole is four and three. Big Swole and Penelope Ford are both four and three respectively. And Penelope Ford has a championship match coming. Yeah, and the only reason that's happening is because they had to put her over, um, over Kyla Ross. Nyla Rose. Nyla Rose. I'm sorry. Why did I say Kyla Ross? I don't know where I got that from. The only reason they had to do that is because they had to put her over Nyla Rose. Like nobody wanted to see them fight again. They had a great match at the pay per view. Like let her rot. Um, so Penelope Ford is going to get the jump, but I'm saying all this to say Britt Baker wins one more match or two more matches when she comes in, she comes in and goes on like a three match streak. She's right back at number two, if not number one on the contention list. You know what I'm I mean? Gonna you, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. They're going to put her over, um, Big Swole. They're going to Britt Baker. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She'll, They're going to put Britt Baker over Big Swole. When's she coming back? September 5th. So it'll be around the time for. I have to look up what pay-per-view that is, but she'll be clear for the next one. All in. All in. Yeah. Okay. So that okay. So that makes uh yeah, that makes sense. And like I said, it also does Big Swole a disservice that she doesn't have a crowd behind her to justify her, you know, staying in the spot that she's in. Or to to even having a chance to go over Britt Baker. True. Um, just, they they predetermined that Britt Baker was gonna be that that girl. Records reset. Records reset every every year. So at the end of the year, it'll everything will be back at zero zero. Big Swole's gonna get a championship reign somewhere kinda soon. Yeah. I just I also, don't think it's gonna be this year. I'm all, I'm also spitballing here, but it's gonna be interesting to see what they do with the records resetting at the end of the year. Are they gonna have they should have some big like start of the year like pay per view that's really gonna set the tone where I don't know how they set it up, but it's a it's a even playing field. You know what I mean? So anybody can be that person. They probably will. They probably will. But and what you'll probably see them do, T, is they might not have a Royal Rumble, but they'll have something like it, a tournament or something to give you yeah. a number one contender. 
I wouldn't be mad if they had like a double elimination tournament. That way you can get like two, two, three matches in for some people and you can set the records that way. You know what I mean? You you have a starting point for the records for the for the year. Um, just do that for the first few weeks or even I I don't know if you could make a pay per view out of it, but yeah. Now with the records resetting, did the champions reset too or do they retain? No, they they you hold on to your belt. You hold on to the yeah, the win loss record just changes. Okay, so it just affects the contenders. Right. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. I was about to say and that what they might do is the number one contender from the, you know, when everything resets, they'd probably still be the number one contender. I'm about to say, yeah, I don't see it changing that much, especially if it's working. If it's working from like a, sta- a fan standpoint. Yeah, I agree with they'd you. Probably still be the number one. Like, let's say MJF is still, he only loses like once or twice. Mm-hmm. And he still hasn't had a belt. He'll probably still be the number one contender. It would be perfect for him too to win at that time, actually. Uh, he overcomes Mox, and there you have it. Everything's back at zero zero. Now there's a new crop of guys for the young, the young one. I just hope they put the belt on my guy this year, and not let him kind of get passed over like Darby Allen did. Speaking of Darby Allen, like, do we have any thoughts on that? Like, is he ever going to come back to the prominence that he was at? He's not even on. He's not even a contender. I don't know. I don't. Jericho is the number five contender at two and one. But yeah, but he ain't been wrestling. He's also been commentating. That's what I'm like, saying. A lot he's been of commentating, and he's been. We're not going to see Jericho <laughs> fight for the belt anytime soon. Like, where is Darby? It wasn't Darby. Yeah, they did him dirty. Darby is a big business guy, too. Darby's not putting himself over for the sake of his ego, either. I feel like there's more of that going on at AEW than we probably know about. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I believe it. Yeah, I believe it, too. I believe it, too. Um, So, yeah, I think we've hit just about everything that happened in the past week. Oh, yeah, we did good. Yeah, we did pretty good. I'm proud of us. Um, anything that we want to look forward to this week or anything in general? I'm looking forward to the um the start of what's what's the AEW two Fighter two Fest. Part, Fighter Fest and NXT is bringing back the Great, Great American, American Bash. Bash. I'm so excited! I was just saying on this podcast a few weeks ago, I was like, "Y'all need to bring back the Great American Bash." So they can bring that back to NXT, and I, I I'm, I'm looking forward to it. This NXT is going to blow the roof off of that. They're yeah. going to they're going to smoke that. Yeah. Four words: Adam Cole, baby. Damn. Uh, <laughs> now, would it be dope? Is like back in the day when they used to have it, like on the aircraft carrier. Yeah, you know, they got to do that, it right. If if they do some shit like that, yo, that's going to be dope. Right. They might change the backdrop, but you know they're not having it like on an aircraft carrier or nothing like that. Come on, man. They also got to put Lacey on the card. I don't know how they're going to do it, but she has to go on the There's still a pandemic outside. Um, Yeah, I'll, I'll say that I'm looking forward to that too, DJ. Um, I was really excited to hear that. That's the one pay-per-view I wanted them to bring back out of all of them. So I'm yeah, so I'm looking forward to this week, week of wrestling. I, I've had uh, Raw playing in the background. I mean, it's a solid show. Ain't nothing too exciting happened so far. 
I'm but also looking be- forward to Matt Riddle making his debut Friday. Oh, yeah, that's going to be good, too. Wasn't yes. in love with him getting thrown into the whole Undertaker, Corbin, Jeff Hardy, Crocker crap that they mm-hmm. had going on on Friday. Oh, and also this week, ain't ain't this week uh the pay per view for Sunday? Um, Extreme Rules ain't that this Sunday? No, nah, we got like three more weeks though. I'm about to say, oh I think my we have god, a few they killing me! They killing me! Killing me, Smalls. Extreme Rules horror. Right? What is the name of it? Horror show? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I just thought it like was that. Extreme Rules. I don't know. No, yeah. They got something below it, like another like name or some shit. Yeah. I don't know why they did that. But, you know, leave it to WWE. Yeah. Only way, only way Extreme Rules is going to be great or different is if they have a fight pit match between um, Otis and who else do we not like on here? Let me see. Baron Corbin and both of them lose. The only way that Extreme Rules is perfect. Oh, I will say this, though, about that Keith Lee. Now we just, like, ran that Keith Lee, uh, Gar- Gargano, and... Uh, no, oh, yeah. Or Finn Balor, Matt. Yeah. Finn, I felt like, at times, Keith Lee held them to held uh, Finn and Gargano back. Like, you'll be like, oh, shit. They, they start getting into it, and then here come, like, the big fucking... Rawr, like, bear, just like, gobble, rawr, rawr, rawr. You know, like... <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I don't know. It seemed like he, 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 he. That match could have been so much better if it was just Finn versus Gargano. And well, Finn versus Gargano, another amazing feud. Another amazing. Like they are great together. I want to see them more in a one on one instead of a triple threat or anything like that. But you know what I'm saying? Like it was times like I'm like, man, this is great. Oh, yeah. And Keith here's Keith Lee. Like, <laughs> oh man, you're killing me. It's definitely. I wish Finn or Gargano would have won the won the belt. Gargano's no, a great champion. No, not on Keith Lee. I love Keith Lee. I think he's a star. I think he belongs on the main card. I think he could fare well up there. My only thing with, with Keith Lee down there is there's so many talented guys that are way more athletic, way more charismatic. Like, yeah. I would and also, definitely- he's so much bigger than the guys down there. Like it's almost it's not uh, it don't even look real when he's when they're trying to fight and I don't know because he's he just, just too big and he just yeah. keeping it real whatever. <laughs> whatever his little song says that joke yeah, is, yeah, yeah. That, his song is nuts <laughs> Let's, yeah. we need to have a one off episode about wrestlers doing their own theme songs I want to do a lot of research on this we're gonna have one of those too I'm just throwing that out there the best one is John Cena man he was giving us bars. Oh yeah, he goes. That's great. Yeah, John Cena went plat. Time is now. <laughs> John Cena went plat. Um, yep. but yeah, Great American Bash. I'm looking forward to. Um, we're having. We're gonna do some one-off pods here oh, soon. Oh, breaking news! Breaking news! Breaking news! Sarah that. Logan retired. The uh, so she was one of the people that got released. Sarah Logan. She was in the Riot Squad. Might not remember her. Anyway, she just decided that she's not wrestling anymore. So. Just got the email on my phone. Um, happy retirement to Sarah Logan. Right. I guess. Like, Must be nice. Yeah. I got to go to work anyway. tomorrow. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to our one-off episodes of Great American Bash. Um, DJ went. Um, Miles, did you have anything else that you're looking forward to? Nah. Champ, champ, baby. <laughs> champ, champ, baby. All right. 
Um, so I think that just about does it for this week, guys. It's good to be back. We did good to have a yeah. week off. Um, and like I said, we're happy we got more content coming, so be on the lookout for that. Off the top rope, episode eleven. Thanks for tuning in. Yep, yep. Later. Bye guys. <laughs>